FM 102.9, 105.9 AM 1310 News Talk KZRG. It's KZRG Morning News Watch. I'm Peter Thiel. Dalton Evans, Steve Scott are here. And joining us is Jasper County's guru of all things elections, uh, Charlie Davis. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning. It's glad, to, it's glad to be here. I'm glad to be here this morning. Don't you think the Missouri Constitution should change their thing to guru of elections instead of county clerk? You know, that sounds good. Uh, but it's no. like... No. It's like a level up there. You know, here, 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 here's the here's the guru of election uh, scenario is uh, I have great staff. You know, all the ladies, all the staff that I have in my yes. office happen to be women and they are fantastic. So they get the credit for doing such a good job. So call me the guru, but it's really them that uh, are it's, the awesome ones. It, well, it's uh, and let's face it, without a good team, you can't do a oh, good absolutely. job and absolutely. without great volunteers and all sorts of stuff. So Congress, uh, the House of Representatives passed something called H.R. 1, which essentially legalizes ballot harvesting. And people don't realize how dangerous ballot harvesting is. Absolutely. You look at uh, what we did in the state of Missouri last year uh, because of COVID. We did a mail-in ballot uh, initiative, which allowed people to request a ballot. Did you hear that? Request yes. the ballot. Yeah. We would send them the ballot. They would sign it, get it notarized, and send it in. Uh, that is mailing in ballots. What is really bad is when you mail, do a mail-out election where everybody that is uh, on the voter rolls, gets a ballot, even though some could have moved, uh, some could not live in that location, some could not even live in the state anymore. Or be dead. Or, or potentially be, be dead. Uh, so I have, and most people have problems with mail-out elections because that is where the large amount of fraud is. And by the way, I, here's where I would have no problem with mail-out uh, for elections. If the, the, uh, if the rolls were clean. Absolutely. And uh, one of the great problems is, is I know that you do a great job. I know everyone, uh, most of our uh, county clerks do a great job of cleaning it up. But I also know this, that uh, whenever there has been a movement in different areas of the country, doesn't matter, to clean up the voter rolls, it's either counted out as racist. Mm -hmm. You have people upset because their dead grandfather is uh, being taken off the voter rolls, even though he'd been dead for 20 years. Uh, they're dead. It's, uh, they shouldn't be voting. But, it's you know, a what, big thumbs up there. See, what we do every two years, we do a canvas. We send out a piece of paper to every registered voter in Jasper County. And those that get returned back to us, once somebody, once we get three pieces of mail returned to us and they don't vote in two uh, federal elections, which is uh, four years, yes. then they're removed from the voter rolls. Now, and, that, I, and that is following the law. That is nothing that Charlie Davis or any other county clerk is making up on their own. That's what the law says to do. And and I I do think though that uh, and I think that's a that's a nice step to go out and uh, and pay attention to that. And I know that that the counties of Missouri do a pretty good job. If all of a sudden uh, Joe Schlabotnik moves from uh, Neosho to uh, Jasper, uh, the beautiful city of Jasper, uh, Missouri, they do a pretty good job of following up. Uh, but we, we we do our best, but it's, yes. it's not a perfect thing. We do rely on people to let us know when they move. I'll, I'll give you scenarios. Uh, the last November election, people would show up to the polls, and uh, they're not in our database. They're not in the Missouri Secretary of State database, and they're demanding the vote. Well, they never they moved to Missouri years ago. They never registered the vote. They never changed their registration. They never did anything, and uh, it makes it very difficult when when we're trying to keep all of the voter rolls clean and people don't do what they should do and notify the local election authority that they moved 
away or moved into the area. So Charlie Davis, uh, he's the Jasper County uh, clerk, Talk KZRG. So I am a new uh, resident of, a, I moved to a different house, but I moved across Jasper County. Does my old, do I need to go to your office, make sure I'm not re- registered to vote in two places? The, the best thing to do, you will never be registered to vote in two places uh, because uh, everything is tied to uh, your name, the last four of your social security, your driver's license number, et cetera. So you cannot be registered to vote in two different places in Jasper County. We do ask that you come to our office or, or at least call uh, and let us know that you moved. Uh, and the reason that is is because if you lived in, Let's say you lived in Joplin and you moved up to Jasper. Uh, your address is Joplin address, but you really want to vote on the Jasper School Board, the Jasper City Council, those issues that affect you locally. Uh, so if you don't let us know when you go to Jasper, uh, we actually do have a provision uh, because we look you up in our, our poll pad. It does show that you are in a Joplin resident, but you show us proof that you did move to Jasper. Uh, we figure out what address you are at and we uh, actually let you vote one time in the city of jasper because that's actually where you live sure now it's uh one of the other things that and this comes up as a news story you know seemingly every couple of years and i don't know how common it is uh is that i have a p.o box that's where i get my mail and there are some people who have p.o boxes and they've registered to vote to that and i know that's illegal so i have it going to my home uh, if somebody registers at a P.O. box, is there like a thing that red flags it in your office? Well, there's two things. They have to have a physical address, and that physical address is actually where they, uh, they live. Uh, they may not get mailed there, but that is where they're actually going to, to be registered to vote so we know which ballot to give them. And then their mailing address can be a P.O. box, but they're tied together, so they do have to have a physical address address so we know exactly which ballot that they're going to receive so charlie davis uh the house of representatives they've gone out of their way to uh put forth some legislation how will that ruin our elections oh my goodness uh there is so many different provisions of that uh that is so unconstitutional number one uh you know the constitution tells us that the authority for the elections falls upon the states and and we are very diligent in making sure our voter rolls are cleaned up we're very diligent making sure that uh, the election results are accurate. Uh, but there are several provisions of H.R. 1 that is horrible. Uh, early voting. And I think one of the provisions about early voting that I have a problem with is the number of times people do absentee voting in Missouri and Jasper County, then call up, ask if they can change their ballot because they voted a month ago and they found out something about it. Yeah, they same, really want to yeah. change it. So early voting has got some problems. The automatic voter registration for everybody in the United States, whether you're a citizen or not, that is one of the biggest problems I have. Our Constitution uh, is for the citizens of this country. The right to vote does not fall on everybody that is in the borders of this country. It falls on the citizens of this country that choose to register to vote. And automatic voter registrations is, I believe, horrible because you're going to have people that are here illegally uh, they, well, they may even be here legally. Uh, we have a lot of people that, that, are, that have green have cards a- that, that are here legally, and, and they have the right to be here, and we ask them to be here. A lot of uh, labor, uh, especially uh, in uh, farming districts, uh, but they might be here legally, but they still do not have the right to vote because they're not U.S. citizens. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a good buddy of mine. She's married to a man who's Canadian, mm-hmm. and he had, uh, he had received land an uh, inheritance from a grandparent. And for him to give up his Canadian citizenship, 
he would lose the chance of hol- uh, holding on to that land. Right. And that ha- and it, that land me- meant a lot means a lot to him personally. It's uh, it's his family land. He loves going up there with his kids and his wife and going and enjoying Canada. So he's never become a U.S. citizen because hey, he just has a green card. He's been here a legal U.S. resident, in fact, most of his life. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, you know, people don't realize all the different folks who, quote unquote, are paying taxes, who have been residents of our country for decades, who choose for whatever reason not to become sure. a U.S. citizen. Yeah, you know, I, I spent six years in the Navy, and there were times that we were overseas an awful lot. And the thought that uh, I believe that I should be able to vote just because I happen to be in that country at the time that they were having an election is actually, actually uh, ludicrous. But that's what some people want us to do. Uh, just because you're here, they want everybody to be able to vote whether you're a citizen or not. Or how about this, same-day voter registration? How do you prove that that person is really who that person is living at that location? Because what we do now is when somebody registers to vote, we send them an address verification letter in the mail to that address, address to them. Post office gets it. It's incorrect. They know that it's not a valid address for that individual. It gets returned to us. How do you control and make sure that during same-day registration that people are not registering multiple, multiple times, which happens in some states now charlie davis uh what how many of those types of scenarios happen for your department where someone gives you the wrong address gives us the wrong address yeah well, by accident it could be you know they're it could be by accident or they're, or they're fraud well there, there are times that we actually uh when whenever we do this like i said we send out the address verification letters yeah. we get a lot of them back that they are undeliverable sometimes it's because they put the wrong address down uh, they put the wrong city. They might put down 123 Main Street, Joplin, and they meant 123 Main Street, Jasper. Uh, but they give us the wrong address. So how do we know that that person lives Correct. there? So when they go to the polls and register the same day, there is no verification. We have no idea really that that person, number one, is a U.S. citizen. Number two, that they even live where they say that they live. And there's absolutely no controls at all on same-day registrations. Yeah, that again, it's just highly problematic. What else do folks need to go in our waning moments here? Well, uh, of course, you know, we have an election uh, one, yes. week, one week from tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be, uh, it's, it's usually a lower turnout. Uh, school yeah, but, board. Yeah, school board, city council. But, you know, for me, after the November election, that was a tough election <laughs> for me. Uh, it was the largest election in U.S. history and the largest election in Jasper County. But uh, the staff in my office did a fantastic job and everything went off without a hitch. But... School boards, city councils, we actually have four uh, cities that have write-ins. We have the city of Carterville, uh, the city of Duquesne, uh, as well as Waco and Purcell have write-ins. Uh, as a matter of fact, Purcell has four different races that have write-ins. We have uh, several of them nobody even filed for office. Oh. So anybody who writes their name in... Uh, or you could write your enemy's name in, get enough people to write your enemy's <laughs> name in, and they can be uh, You're on the, the new city co- council. Yeah, congratulations. But that does not mean they win. We certified the election uh, the Friday after the election, and it's up to the city to determine if they're eligible. But we also have uh, not just city council, school boards. We also have some questions about Dunderwick Fire Protection District. That Their district is expanding, so they're asking for a... A levy increase, Sarcoxy has got something on the ballot that if, if it's one candidate uh, on the ballot and only one person files, then they won't have to have a race for that seat. Uh, Carl Junction uh, School Bond, a Villa Fire Protection District, wants to 
bring in LaRussell into uh, their fire protection district. Orinogo's got a half-cent sales tax for stormwater. Golden City is trying to change their school district boundaries by acquiring some more land. And Carl Junction's got the use tax. So it's not just a matter of school board and city councils. There's a lot of other things that are on the ballot. But it is things that affect us locally. And you know my personal opinion, local politics should be where the power is. And that's exactly what we have this next Tuesday. Uh, We will be choosing those leaders that are going to be educating our children as well as running our cities. Absolutely. Charlie Davis, thank you very much. Thank you. Good to be here. News Talk KZRG, Kim Commando's Computer Minute, coming up next.